welcome to Counselor Find. I forgot what it was called. Uh, welcome to Counselor Find, a podcast for counselors past and present, finding their way in faith and our current culture. That's Shrek. I'm Shopvac, also known as Terry and Zach. Uh, we're the hosts. Yeah. Wait a And I awesome. still have a that terrible cold. I can. There's so many people that are sick right now. It's just amazing. Whether it's seems like colds and flus that are just lingering people i, I met a guy you last night he sounds like he has a cold that word amazing don't you yeah it's amazing why is it amazing that people have colds that's not amazing what well, so what is it insane frustrating insane, annoying stunning, stupid ridiculous stunning. how many people stunning, have sure. lingering colds if it has to be a positive word stunning is better well it's stunning is like that it's positive and hmm. negative i guess if it's a D effect i'm stunned whatever keep going Hey, welcome. <laughs> Hi. Hi. What's up? Oh, just life is fun and full of uh, hurdles, and it's been it's been good. Yeah. Yeah. I think um, I'm excited for our celebration dinner this week. It is coming up this weekend. Saturday. Saturday night. Benjamins. At, at, at Benjamins. Yep. Oh, that's and, what you uh, Okay. Benjamins. Binging, I think binging it's man, binge mans. Binge mans. They want you to binge while you're there. Binge mans, and we are <laughs> having a birthday party for camp because it's fifty, and we're kind of looking back. Birthday party sounds a little bit. We're having a celebration, yeah, dinner. you know. Yeah, it's not really a birthday party. party. It's more of a celebration, like, anniversary type thing. Let's adultify this. It's a party. It is an anniversary soiree. Pardon? Nothing. Yeah. Did that so, just get beeped out? <laughs> no. Um, today, yeah. let's talk about how do I get hired? How do I get hired? How to get hired slash how to make the team. What are they looking for? What is that coach of the high school volleyball team looking for? Maybe I'm on the bubble. What can I do to get myself on the team? Okay, that's really <clears throat> interesting. What if I'm applying for a job? What can I do to stand out amongst the other many, many applicants? Whether it's on paper or an interview. How do I stand out? Wow, that is a really tough question. Um, I think there's a lot of people that this is, they make careers out of just prepping people and doing resumes and getting people ready for interviews. Yeah. Um, I think one of the things is that you don't need to put everything in the pot. I don't need to know everything in your life. Okay. Right. You can ask a question in an interview question. You can get too much information or too little information. Okay. Man, we've seen so many interviews where you ask a question like, what was the most important thing you learned last year? And the answer is Jesus. Like, I, can't, right. I can't do anything with that. Like I didn't, that doesn't tell me anything about you. Okay. But on the flip side, I could get a 10 paragraph story that answers this mm. thing that I learned last summer. Yeah. I'm just looking for two or three sentences. I need, I need more than just a one word an- answer, but right. I don't need to know what, when I was, but at least four. I read the one word answer versus the 10 paragraph one. Yeah. I'm not even going to bother. bother. It's awful. <laughs> Okay. I think for me, I put less emphasis on a resume. More and more, I'm 
not really looking for what you've done or uh, the the accomplishments are are nice. It's we're a volunteer organization, so show me what you volunteered, or we're a service organization, so show me where you've served. But I don't need to know all your degrees and all your, you know, little jobs. That's that doesn't tell me anything. Mm. And I think we need to know our audience. Know your audience is the first thing. Uh, two, be willing to fail. I think so many of us are afraid to fail. We don't even apply. We don't even try to get a job or to get on a team that I'm. I know I'm not going to make. You're better to have tried and failed, I think. Um, that's it's just painful sometimes when you lose or you don't get, you get cut. Yep. Um, I think there's always a shock value to it too. Like you're like, I am better than those four people. Why did you take those four people and not me? Well, come and ask me that. Yeah. That's fair. Like if you get cut from a team, so many people walk away and they're just disappointed. Like that was, oh, that was yeah. awful. <clears throat> well, maybe they're, they're, so here's a really honest answer for camp. We have so many people apply at camp that, and sometimes we just say, we have to say no. It's not a, I don't know. I don't want to say privilege or entitlement, but sometimes there's this sense, like I've been at camp for three years. I can only come back for one session. Well, that's great. But you've been at camp for three years. We need four sessions from you. Right. From our planning point of view, we've invested in you and you've grown and you bring so much to the table that we need all of it. I don't need, yeah. right. I don't need a leftover and you're going to come for one session and you're not going to get it included. And, and now I, so I'm going to say, no, actually, no, we're not going to take your application this year. Yeah. You, we're not going to offer you a position. Oh, how could you do that to me? Right. Well, because here's what I know. You're going to come for one session. You're going to drop in. You have expectations of what camp should be for you. But you're meeting us midstream. It's not going to work. It's not going to be the experience you want. And it's not, we're not going to get all of you that we need. Yeah. And it's going to be actually more painful than not. Yep. Me, um, I think whether it's a sport or a team or a job, um, <clears throat> for the most part, you're you're probably applying or trying to be part of a team of some kind, right? Whether again, like sports or clubs or or jobs, like a lot of jobs are just being hired to be on a team, and so I think that there's very few people ever that make a team or get hired to a team <clears throat> purely based on their skill or their raw talent or their maybe in a job it's a resume like you know at a workplace or in a team at a workplace there may be one of every five people might actually get hired based on their education and their credentials and the other four are, are there's more to it than that and i think it's very similar for like a sports team you know, maybe one in every five, if that, get make the team based on their pure skill or their talent. And I think a lot of us, especially I, I did this when I was younger, <clears throat> is you really focus when you're trying to make that team, 
you focus on trying to display your skills and trying to display your talents and hope that that's what gets you there. And hopefully the coach will see or the, the person hiring will see that what I have to offer is enough and good enough. Um, and the reality is like it, it's really as someone who's, who is a coach or hiring, it's really hard to differentiate then between you and everybody else. And then the more people that sit in that group, the more difficult it's going to be to pick you out of that group. <clears throat> so you got to do something to stand out, right? And I think for me, like the biggest thing that stands out to me is uh, attitude and work ethic. And so I'll go for a hockey coach for a second here. But like as a hockey coach, if I see someone is, you know, is working really hard consistently and that their attitude is good, like those two things go a really long way. Um, and they make up for a lot in lack of skill, but also maybe like make you see skill that doesn't even necessarily there because those two things are more important than than skill a lot of the time. Um, I think the same thing can go for a job too. Like if someone's willing to work hard and has a good attitude about it and like they can display that in an interview or through an application or both, like that's going to go a long way versus what like maybe experience you have in a Sunday school classroom or with kids. Like if you have all this experience, but you're an absolute stump of a personality, and it doesn't seem like you want to work that hard. Like that doesn't really go very far. Stump of a personality is fantastic. <laughs> you know what I, I mean? I do. I, I really, I don't disagree with you. I think attitude is a really big part of it. Um, so from our, from our experience at camp, you have people that show up and their attitude is like, uh, I know it all. I, yeah. you, you'd be, you'd be dumb not to hire me. Like, right. well, maybe, but let us make that decision. I don't need your attitude about this. Yeah. The other attitude we get is, um, Somebody shows up and doesn't care in the interview. They're like, oh, yeah. I hate group interviews. Well, that's fine, but that's what we're running. So engage mm -hmm. it. You don't need to be so crazy in a group interview. You also don't need to be so terrified in a group interview. I, I have to, we are looking at people and their personalities. How are you going to function in a community? You got to live with each other for eight weeks. Mm-hmm. If you are panicked in an interview, like we're all nervous in an interview. That's not what I'm saying is, but if, if you come through in an interview with the wrong attitude, we don't, we don't need you here. Yeah. We, we can't, we don't have time to babysit you over the season. And that's a hard thing um, for some people to see. Some people excel in an interview and don't excel in, in the real life. Right, you can get up and do that performance for fifteen or thirty minutes. When we start functioning in a job for eight hours a day, or you're functioning in a, a work environment where you're living with somebody, that can change too. And and sometimes you get cut into the process. Actually, this isn't a good fit. Yeah. Um, being fired, we we think is such a terrible thing. It's such a there's so much fear of failure. Right. right? We have to be perfect. How could I get fired from that job? It, it was a bad fit. You, yeah. you probably should have quit. You're like, no, I'm going to tough this out. This is what I want. Somebody comes to you and says, this is not the place for you. Yeah. This is not the fit for you. You really should be looking somewhere else. Can we move you within the team 
Well, it's not failure. That's trying to make sure that it fits your personality. It fits your skills. It fits the things that, that we didn't see in an interview because an interview is only a 15 or 30 minute process. We're always so surprised when we make hires that don't work out. Churches are notorious for not removing people that should have been removed. Yeah, they're the worst. <laughs> right? So we went through an interview process and then you get two months into it and it's not working out. Or eight months into something. Like, yeah. hey, you're making plans to buy a house here. This, this is not a good plan. Yeah. You're not working out the way we need to work out. Actually, education system might be slightly worse than churches. Yeah, yeah, it might be slightly <laughs> pretty worse. Pretty tough to get let go as a teacher right it's now. It's pretty so. tough to get let go in a lot of jobs like that, <laughs> where you see people that just don't pull their weight. They're just not part of the team, and that's a really tough, tough thing. Attitude is huge. Attitude is so huge. We've all worked with people or done projects with people that just have the wrong attitude, and it, and it wrecks you. Um. I would rather hire on potential, like raw potential, than have someone come in with all the skill in the world and a terrible attitude. Uh, they just don't want to be a part of the team. Yeah, for sure. Um, a big part of it is also understanding a team, right? If you have all forwards try out for your hockey team, one, you can't take all of them. Yeah, exactly. And two, you don't have a goalie and a defenseman. Mm -hmm. Now what do we do? Yes. We're going to need those positions. You're going to need so those so positions. Know. Yeah. So some of you are going to get cut, even though you're fantastic forwards, because I don't need nine centers. Yeah. I don't need nine centermen on my hockey team. I need three. And then I need some defensemen, and I need some wingers, and I need some people that can just muck, and people that can grind, and people that, that have, at, like, I need an emotion guy. I need a person who's just has a good room presence and the team's down on themselves they never get down yeah right and so okay <clears throat> so we don't lose people because of the analogy of hockey is easy to go to but how does that apply then what am i trying to get my job at sport check well i think that there's a few things you can you can look at but like <clears throat> yes they're just hiring in general for a general team and there's no specific positions potentially maybe it's cashier stock or whatever but like there's little things you can do and and discuss and talk about um that may help them see like oh we don't have the person who does that or yeah our current hires don't do that thing and like you know maybe you're it's constantly looking for something extra to do on your when you're on shift and like are you the person who's walking around and helping other departments when you your job is taken care of right are you helping to restock things even though it's not your job like when you have time or like just i don't know there's different things you can you have to apply it to whatever type of job you're looking to get but um doing your like i guess research beforehand and and figuring those things out because yeah it's really obvious for a sport of like oh like this team clearly needs like a grinder forward who's just gonna um go into the corners and get hit and get the puck and get it to the goal score like that's a little more obvious and easy to like portray, but how do you like? <clears throat> you gotta try and find that example in in all in the job that you're applying for. It may not be applicable to all of them. It's probably not for like a McDonald's, but <laughs> the the further along you get into life, and the more um, 
type of careers you maybe you look at, they would probably have those more applicable. <clears throat> what else, Terry? What else do you want to say about? You brought this topic up actually originally, so okay, I just kind of ran with it. No, it's good. I think um, we really we know people that uh, just see other things around them, and they they see the big picture. That's a wonderful thing to have. Yeah, right? someone who comes in and cares about their job and their their coworkers and just has those soft skills. That's an amazing yeah, thing. Yeah. You can't, it's not something you're going to learn at school. It's something you have to develop and pick up. And those are character things. And uh, I think that's why character is a really important part of us as Christians, reflecting God's character, but also when I'm looking for employees or I'm looking at a job, who am I going to get to work with? What are the characters of the people? Do I even want to be on this team? Uh, I've been at, you know, you're asked to be on a, a project at church or a team that's doing X, Y, and Z uh, in your, wherever you volunteer, like at, I don't know, gym place. And they're trying to find somebody <laughs> to help with this, you know, YMCA. You wanna, the YMCA and you want to put something together for kids programming. Right. Who am I on a team with? Because I don't want to just show up and work with people that are, that don't have any character. Right. Uh, they're just doing this for political reasons. They're just doing this for their own um, profile. That yeah. that that's not going to benefit me. So I think those people skills are really important. Um, we looked at Patrick Lencioni a couple yeah, years yeah. ago. We read a book. Yep. And he was looking for um, three character skills: humility, hunger. What was the last one? Humble. Uh, humble. Yeah. Humble. Hungry. Was the last one? No. Oh, you said humble already. Humble, <laughs> hungry, and I. I tried was it an think, H? I don't think it was. I oh, think it was jeepers. like. I think it was character or people skills. It was something soft. Right. I don't remember. But I really think we do look for people that are humble, but, and I don't know that we look for the hungry, ambitious people so much. At camp, we want people that are willing to to serve i think servanthood is a huge aspect of of hiring are you willing to serve in your job are you willing to serve your not just the customer but also your colleagues and that can be a huge part of of hiring for sure yeah i don't really have much else this isn't like a super long-winded topic i don't feel like um Kind of like the idea of just talking about it a bit. We can talk about um, some other cultural things if you want. Well, we can. Like, I think this this naturally leads into like leadership, and we think that to be a leader, you have to have a title. And I think yeah, no, that's not true. Influence, the way you influence other people is leadership. Leadership is influence. The way you serve other people is so important. Yeah. And seeing yourself as the as a servant of all is is such a a valuable skill that we're looking to hire for. Uh, so often, you know, somebody doesn't get hired or, or somebody gets cut and they're like, how could you do this to my, especially parents? Like, how could you do this with my kid? Or how could you not? I don't know what you're looking for. Like, I, I don't yeah. know what the team is looking for, for my kid. Like, oh, you didn't get that job. Well, that's great. 
You know, you, you, did you learn something from the process? Did you, what did you take from it? There's a win here. Like maybe that's not the place you want to work, but you just didn't know that. And, and it saved you that heartache. We, we, everything is so negative. Everything is so geared to perfection that we need to be able to allow ourselves to learn from the mistakes allow ourselves to learn from the, the times we don't get what we want. Uh, we live in a now me, I want, I get society. There is That's no, sure. there's no sacrifice. Um, there's no ability or room for sacrifice in our, in our culture. It's not something that we practice very often. Um, and so how do we, how do we allow that to come through in this, it's like, so in this work environment and in that hiring perspective? Now you said, how do we get noticed? What are you thinking about then? Like, how do you notice somebody on a hockey tryout or when you're looking for people uh, to put together for a subcommittee for a board, or you're trying to find people that to, to volunteer um, at church on your sound team? What yeah. are you looking for? How do they stand out? What do you mean? What, I look, well, what I'm looking for depends on the role. But like, when okay, I say, how so do you, you need stand some skill. out? Like, if I'm looking for someone to help me on the tech team at church, you need some skill. But what else are you looking for? Oh, not a whole lot, to be honest, for the tech team at church. It's just <laughs> like a warm body who's willing to try and have a little bit of awareness. Um. More seriously, so you're looking like, for attitude and yeah, like, effort. No, for like a sports, coachable. it's like coachability is one of the biggest ones. Attitude, effort, those are the three biggest. And then, like, I mean, assuming assuming the basic skills are there, assuming they're not completely terrible, those are the next biggest things, right? Um, but like those things, like the more you have of that, those things, the less you can have of skill. Does that make sense? The less you have of those things, the more you have to have in skill. And those intangible people skills, you mean? Like the more hard work, so effort, attitude, and what was the third one? Coachability. <clears throat> those are, I would say, the most important things you can have to be on a team. The there's obviously like you have to have the ability to do the job or to be on the team or to play the sport or whatever. <clears throat> so you can't just like not know how to skate and have those other three things and make the team. But the more you have of those three things, the less good of a skater you could probably be. And there's obviously like a ceiling and a floor. For each of those two measures that like okay you can only go past a certain point okay you can only be so bad at skating before it's too low but in general that's kind of how it works like well, if you're not going to be that hard working you'd better be really good make up for it and even then i don't know because hard work makes up for a ton of skill so yeah i don't i guess that's what i'm saying but like for, you were asking me about how do i for someone standing out. I said, how are you going to stand out? <clears throat> That's what I mean of like, most people fall into this category of like, their skill doesn't stand them out, right? 
their raw talent or skill. And when I make a team for hockey, there's usually like a few players that you're like, boom, boom, boom. They clearly are better than most of the players here, skill-wise. They're probably on the team. Unless there's any big red flags of those other areas, unless they're like, don't work hard ever, unless they have a terrible attitude always, unless they are completely uncoachable, then they're probably on the team. <clears throat> so then the rest of the group is like this mix of like, okay, they're like, they have enough skill to be here, but what is going to make them stand out versus the other guy who's like similarly skilled, maybe slightly more, maybe slightly less. But like, that's where those other three things can really push you over the edge. <clears throat> so like I'll have, I've many times have taken a player who seems maybe slightly less skilled because of those three things. Um, because they have a good attitude. Because they're because coachable. Because I can coach and, them. And work hard. They'll work hard at what I coach them to. Yeah. It's really important, right? Yeah. Yeah. And we see that consistently here at camp and working with so many people and so many, so many people, 100 people a year that come through, 100 plus that come through youth camp and day camp and Timothy training and different weekend groups and youth pastors that bring their groups in here, man, I can tell when a youth pastor is coachable and what a difference that makes, or they have the right attitude and they're, right. they're not just going on skill or going on, um, experience. Yeah. Yeah. And you can really, you can really tell some of these leaders, uh, how they, how they go about that. They, they yeah. have a, an ability to just listen and hear their people to see them and to serve them. And those are really standout qualities. Um, on a resume, you had said earlier, how do we kind of stand out in a resume? That's not a skill that I have practiced. <laughs> I don't know how to answer that. There's people out there that, that can do that. Yeah. Formatting and the keywords you want to put at the top. It's like optimizing your website. <laughs> I mean, I think like for a Google search to get I don't really know how to do that. nerdy about it, like, and this would again it would not be super applicable for like a student entry level McDonald's job, but like for like a lot of jobs, the best thing you can do is just to like research, 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 and find out like what are the values of that company. Sorry, I need to clear my nose. Um, <laughs> so, oh, you cleared your nose. You weren't swearing. Yeah, it wasn't no. a dumb. <laughs> so, what are the values of the company, and how do you like use your experience to display that you like align with those right. values or mission or I don't know things that they care about? So it's like if how do I word this? Um, uh, yeah. So one time well, when I, I was applying, especially for, if you want to go up in that company or you want to stay with that company for a while, yeah, like you're coming in as an entry level person. But where do you want to go? Yeah. So like, for example, it's like I was applying for Ray of Hope to work with Juvie kids or whatever. And <clears throat> so the one question was about like, by like giving them like medication or something. And it was like, I had to give them meds and can be trusted and careful and yada, yada, yada. Well, I just like talked about how I worked at a feed mill and I had to like make feed for animals. If I put the wrong thing in the feed, I could kill like 50,000 birds. 
Right. Um, so I had to be careful and yada, yada, yada. And I had showed those skills and abilities and uh, care and attention in that instance so I could do it in their instance too. Do you know what I mean? So trying to like draw as much as you can from something you've done already or where have you shown something like the, the values already in your life so that they, they can be confident it'll be consistent when you come to their job, their workplace. That makes sense? Yeah. Like that you can do, like I think that instance was interview, but like you can do that on paper too. Yeah. Crafting a cover letter, I think, really gets to that point. Yeah. Knowing their values, knowing what they're looking for. Here's my resume. It shows some stuff, but really, it's this is why I'm interested in your your workplace, your your volunteer team, your board member, your board position, whatever it is that we're looking to pursue, and why I would be a valuable asset. Yeah, that's really good. Interesting. Cool. Thanks, man. Yeah, my voice is uh, useless, so not you're, sure how long you're I'm going to make listen to this. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I got. That's good for me, then. Thanks, everybody. Have Thanks a great week. Thanks for joining us. We'll chat soon. Okay. Bye-bye. We'll see you later.